That's like one of the bigger Phil Collins. And the devil's like, I I recorded that on like an eight track, and that's in, <laughs> that's been in my home. <laughs> Who's been... Phil Collins? Who is that? <laughs> and what is? And how many people are you, are you like close friends of Phil Collins? Like, oh, I've never met him. He's like a he was like a drummer for Gen- for Genesis, huh? Great. <laughs> Great. Is that and, and true? He, is he a drummer for Genesis? He, he's the drummer for. I'm gonna double check now because uh, I I don't want to be wrong about my Phil Collins, um, but I believe he was the uh, drummer for Genesis. There's the band Genesis. Past members. Yep, Phil Collins. Yeah, he was the he was in Genesis. I'm pretty sure he was the drummer. But members. Okay. And that's um, correct me if I'm wrong. In most mm-hmm. things, but for this Justin. one, um, especially, he did the Tarzan song. Yeah, he he did the soundtrack for Tarzan. It, it's it's similar to how they had how they involved uh, Elton John in The Lion King. Um, the music a lot. He did a lot of contributions to the soundtrack for Tarzan. Yeah. Okay, but he didn't do the Tarzan song. Uh, which one? Uh, I want to know. Can you show me? I want to know what these strangers no, like me because he Tarzan is handsome. Tarzan is strong. He's really cute and his hair is long. Tarzan <laughs> is handsome, full of surprise. He's pretty cute and his hair is long. <laughs> uh, he did not. I am Tarzan. I am Jungle Man. <laughs> Treetop swinging through jungle land. <laughs> the, the DDR one. Come, uh, no. baby, come. I'll take you for a swing. Let's go, honey. I'm tingling. Oh, whoa, whoa, yo, yo, yeah. I am Jane, and I love to ride an elephant. <laughs> the actual, it's an actual line. Yeah. No, I yeah. I, I now song. know what you're talking that about. That wasn't yeah, Phil no. Collins. <laughs> no, that was not Phil Collins. Uh, I the think song. that was Aqua. Um, so, or uh, Toy Box. In... Was it Toy Box? It's one of those DDR uh, bands. Toy box, Tarzan, a ride an elephant, and you gotta make sure it's like conjugated and said that. Ride way. an elephant, yeah, that's Toy Box, yeah. which I'm pretty yeah. sure has members of Aqua in it, which I think is just a guy and a girl. It might end up being just the same guys. <laughs> yeah, they just they just rebranded. But yeah, so you like you explain all this to Satan, and he gets. <laughs> he has to he has to put like the entire apocalypse on hold. Due to this ensuing like legal battle that he's now in with Phil Collins, <laughs> who do you think would win? I, I, I. Here's the here's how I think it would go. Like you, you know you you have the uh, you you have the devil who's like I can feel it and like and it's like all right well the devil clearly wrote the songs first like that 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 that's that's objectively true but the problem is. You can't find a jury that I feel like is going to side with the devil. And, I mean, he's going to have a great lawyer. Devil, The devil's going to have a really good advocate oh, for Oh, no, him. you could – no, yeah, you could easily find enough of the people that are jurors that just all at the same time happen to decide. Now, I'll play devil's advocate here. I vote for <laughs> Satan. <laughs> and they say, wow, you really did. You just – you really did do that. You absolutely did. Or you and could then, do it like the the, the 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 twelve angry men style, where there's one person that's just like beyond a reasonable doubt. You're like, but yeah. this is Phil Collins, and the other one is Satan. 
And they're just yeah. like, well, but Satan can be innocent. And like, I don't think you'd know Satan's whole deal. It's like, <laughs> like this is like the exception, the one exception. Like everything else he's done has been lying and manipulation <laughs> aside from um, doing, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Doing it's, it's aside from originally writing and self-producing the entire works of both Genesis and Phil Collins and uh, solo career. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, here's the thing though. It's not even, the devil is not guilty or innocent. The devil's the plaintiff in the case. Phil Collins is guilty or innocent of mm, malicious of, of stealing and systematically stealing the intellectual property of Satan to then spin into a very lucrative and and famous career. So let's say let's say that he didn't actually end up stealing the stuff that he used in Tarzan. But definitely the success and acclaim he got from the works he did steal are the reason he was in that position. And the point then that the devil side would argue is had that not happened and had the devil been able to market and execute on his own material, Disney would have reached <laughs> out to Satan to make the soundtrack. <laughs> for at least three to four songs from the musical Tarzan. That's not that unheard of to think that Disney would do that. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm one of those guys. Well, gosh, Mickey, I like his music, but he sure is the devil. (laughs) Ah, Goofy, you are Goofy. (laughs) Oh, oh, but I don't know enough about that. Unfortunately, my biggest <laughs> my biggest experience with with Mickey Mouse is is Kingdom Hearts. So it's, it's they were goofy. Like so 100%. it's just oh, goofy. We have to make sure that we don't become nobodies. <laughs> we have to defeat the heartless Goofy. And he said, "But my ex, we got to go to the Powerline concert." <laughs> nobodies, huh? Oh gosh. <laughs> That's that's my Haley Joel Osmond. Is that good? That's my, that's my sword. Either, that's either Donald Duck or the sound a Zerg makes when it dies in StarCraft. Hmm. It's one of well, good to know I have that impression to use whenever I need to. They're just brought up as expert witnesses. It's just like, Where hey, do, do, do we have anybody people? that can like help us with like this... This little Disney animated short we're making, or alternatively, <laughs> this StarCraft Two, uh, Wings of Liberty, uh, animation that we're making, and I say, oh, let me tell you what, I played Fire Boy, on the how- Mountain, Run Boy Run. Now we're back to the devil, and I think that's a good starting point. That is. This is why this not that, and I am Drew, one of the hosts, and I'm Daniel. I'm the other one of the hosts. And together, we are the two hosts of the show. Daniel and um, Yeah, I, I think I literally have, uh, somewhere on one social network, I have, uh, my, my bio is one of the only two hosts in the <laughs> world of Why This Not That. It's actually just listed in there. Nice. Um, and this is, yeah, this is Why This Not That. This is the show uh, that, that analyzes choices that we all have to make in our day-to-day lives. Uh, it is also the show that is cost-benefit analysis applied to things that are silly. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, yeah. we didn't play the intro. Oh, yeah. No, we have to do that. I mean, I have my intro ready to go. Oh, I got What's mine up? ready to go. He just didn't do it. All right. Five, four, three, three, three two, wait, one. Bye. <laughs> da, da, da.
I do think that Toy Box, while getting plenty of credit, yeah, more oh, than anyone would imagine, I don't think they get enough credit. Because Toy Box also has so many other classic songs. Um, such, a- such as, <laughs> give me a second. Uh, I feel like you're, you're, you're proving beyond. No, 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 no. I, the, here's the actual problem that I'm having. And it okay. is that Toy Box and Aqua yeah. are so similar that there are songs by Toy Box I genuinely remember, but they might be the other one. They might be Aqua? Yeah, they might be Aqua. Okay, I'm looking at their singles and I only recognize one, so I'm lying. Every song that I thought was theirs is just Aqua's. So I think I think really what you're arguing is it's not that the 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 group Toy Box doesn't get enough credit; it's the members of Toy Box. I actually think work. I was also just wrong. <laughs> I think I have been wrong the whole time, and with that being the case, uh, the theme today is public safety, and yeah, the first the- question goes to me. Yes, it does. Uh, this theme was given to us by uh, by Linton of Broken Table Commentary from our last episode. Yeah, uh, that was that was uh, put up uh, on Monday the fourteenth. Mm. Um, and uh, that the question which I got to do because it was kind of like a question shootout. I just I was slightly quicker on uh, Daniel. Yes. Um. Uh, in in on uh, with the topic being public safety, mm-hmm. uh, the context I, I do want to I do want to kind of instill here is uh is with the mindset of trying to ensure that the public at large is able to fully enjoy a long and fulfilling life, not only physically, but also spiritually, why crosswalk and not cross to bear? Okay. Well, here is my answer. This will be a very good episode. Uh, (laughs) Okay, well, here's the thing about a cross to bear is that, Mm -hmm. yes, I am, in fact, carrying around the sins of all of mankind so that they can eventually be accepted into the heavenly realm if that is the route they so choose. But here is the issue um, with that is that a cross is big. A cross is very big and very heavy. Um, Uh They have to be taller than me and wider than I am so that my feet, when I am eventually hung upon said cross, can be nailed to it, and my hands or wrists, depending on your belief system, can be all splintered in. And then you have to have the sign above the top that, that says, you know, whatever my name is, or whatever everyone's sarcastic name for me is. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it worked with the other boy. Um, and here's the thing about that. Jesus. In this clothes. world mm-hmm. of cross to bear instead of a crosswalk, yes. it means that I could, unbeknownst to myself, be carrying my cross, dragging it across the ground, and mm-hmm. just still also be going across the street at undesignated <laughs> spots. So you know what I'm doing there? I'm holding up traffic and I'm causing accidents because people are going to go, oh, hey, we can walk wherever. There's no designated spots for it. 
And yeah. so I'm going to go, oh, well, I do need to bear my cross over to the mountain of Zion. So I guess I better go ahead, march across 5th and Main, and yeah. <laughs> just not worry about it. And so people are swerving out of the way. And yes, ultimately, them swerving out of the way may lead to them dying, which they can, of course, at that moment be sent to heaven. But I yeah. don't think they were supposed to die there. And also, I don't think I was supposed to die there either. Um, because I need to be up on the boy and not yeah. not down in the road um, being all splattered by a Nissan or a PT Cruiser or any of the other modes of transportation apparent in the Bible. Um, and so, even though I, I do think that it is important that there is somebody who bears the cross, I think mm-hmm. that ultimately I'm going to be doing a lot more harm <laughs> Then good. If I'm just kind of meandering around freely in the road, because I don't know any better. Nobody else knows any better. I have 12 disciples, I, I guess. And so that's like a, a whole line of ducklings, like slowly <laughs> meandering behind me as I'm dragging this big wood across oh, the so street. It's not, even, it's not even just you. It's also your flock is also Yeah, my flock. Tow. It's either that or I'm like wrongfully being <laughs> crucified. In which case, <laughs> you know... I don't want to do that at all. Oh yeah, it's not it's not only your flock and your followers, it's also of course the Roman legionnaires who are, you know, whipping you the whole time. And that's a huge like traffic backup for that sure. That is that is most definitely, especially because everybody needs to get to their um oh, what were they driving to back then? Um Damascus? Damascus. Yeah, everybody has to get to Damascus, <laughs> but the traffic going there's already so bad. The last thing they need is to be honking their horn saying, Hey, get out of the road. And I say, What's hey. the matter? You say, I'm doing this for you. And they say, I don't give a shit. You get out of there. And they just keep honking and squonking. And Simon Peter Andrew get pissed off. And they're like, You want me to go talk to that guy? And I say, Nah, don't worry about it. And he's just. He's on edge. Turn the other cheek. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then so I just start turning around. (laughs) That takes. In the middle of the road. So (laughs) that is why I would say uh, a crosswalk is better than a cross to bear. I've been in this traffic line for 40 days and 40 nights over here. Uh, Hey, I got to honk my horn around the walls of Jericho. (laughs) (laughs) Knock that down. That's dumb. Why are there any traffic jokes that are applicable to biblical stories? Oh, because of your exact question. <laughs> I guess. Who can I write to be upset about this? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what are these questions? This is my first time looking at these. Oh, no, that <laughs> one's a good one. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to ask one from, from uh, uh, Jerry the Sailor Shooter. Um, okay. And I like this one quite a bit. And the question is, why firefighters, not fire negotiators? Okay. So you, um, see, I, I, you see like a burning building and you know that that fire has a family in there. So. <laughs> in the, uh, I, for clarification. Is it the family of the fire, or the fire has a hostage family it has inside? A, it has a family hostaged. Okay. In there. Okay. And so why? Why firefighters, not fire negotiators? Negotiators. Um. 
Here's a, here here's the thing about fires, right? They are known for their deception, and 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 their uh, and their poker faces. Those are the two things That's I can tell right. you fires. factually about fires. And so a fire in, in you know in this in this business of uh, of fire hostage negotiation, mm-hmm. um, I this is gonna sound like a cheap answer, but the reality is you know in in day to day as you're kind of dealing with a situation, you do even even whenever you go with the firefighter option, mm-hmm. you still lead with fire negotiator. But here's the problem: uh, fire is not swayed uh, by money, even though it'll ask for it, because it knows, just as I know, it's just going to burn up as soon as it gets it. That's right. I've seen um, uh, it, I've seen the Batman movie. Yeah, it just burns right up. It's not going to be swayed by a you know one-way plane ticket to Bermuda, because it's going to burn <laughs> up the plane just as soon as it gets on it. That's and right. it knows that. I know that. But there's this game that the fire is going to want to play with you, right? It's going to want to lure you into its kind of its little space where it can have its fun. And sure... It's good to lull the fire into a false sense of security right. by playing along with that because you don't want it to know that you're smart and have dealt with fire before. <laughs> and so you're leading with the – it's like, no, don't worry. There's not going to be any water at the airport when you get there. We promise. There's not going to be no rain or none of that. The whole time, though, you have a uh, you have a, uh, a team, a team of firefighters kind of going around the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, obviously, you know, like a SWAT team but for fire. Right, and there, of course, they're they're getting a good angle on it. But you have to you have to play that game. You have to distract them. And the reason why the firefighters is honestly, it's you can talk about a fire being calm and relaxing itself away. But as long as there's oxygen, it's gonna keep burning. And that's not even really the fault of the fire. That's physics. <laughs> that's nothing you can do about that's, it. That's that's nature versus nurture. You yes, know what nature I mean? V nurture. Psychologically yeah. speaking, <laughs> fires all grew up in those kinds of neighborhoods. Yeah, where, it's just, that's how it where, is. Where, where, where you just keep going until there's no more air. It's hereditary. Then, <laughs> yeah, it, it's passed down fire to fire. Um, and so you got to lead with that so they're distracted so that you're not endangering, you know, the fighters, the firefighters who were there mm-hmm. to take that fire out. Even if not completely, or get it away from the family long enough to get them out of there because at that point, ultimately, you know, the fire's going to burn itself out. It's going to run out of fuel and it's going to go down on its own. But it's the firefighter is the safest method. Because you just you can't talk down a fire, and I've known men who have tried. Brave men, I believed in them a lot. I like where their hearts at, just not doable. Your heart's just gonna get burned. <laughs> That's why they call it heartburn. Oh, I don't even like that. I don't even like that joke. Well, I, know. I like everything but the end of it. Uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Damn it. Yeah. I messed up. Yeah. I shouldn't have asked any questions. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I should have let you ask me one and then said, all right, bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, guys, and just start the outro. Uh, right I might just edit it to be that. This is just, oh, what's this episode? Why is this episode only like 13 minutes long? It's like, oh, because they dick around about the devil and Phil Collins for seven minutes, do the intro, ask one oh, question, right. and then end it. Okay, okay. Well, speaking of that, um, uh, next one is, hmm, there are, there are, uh, we don't have as many as we we had like fifty something last time, but the I love the quality of these is all super. They're good. very good. Um, I feel like I feel like that one. The context is gonna be the same as my first one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like there's something to this one. All right, uh, this question, Daniel, <laughs> is from Josh Hendricks. Yeah, and 
And this one, Daniel, it, this is uh, this is a general rule of thumb. Uh, and so this is just it's what do you think? Like, in, what do you think? Uh, uh, why do you think of these? Why this one is better as a rule of thumb to maintain a safe life and a good life uh, throughout? And the question Josh asks is why safety first, not danger last. Um. Ah, oh, man. This one mm-hmm. ought to have been easier for me to answer already. <laughs> well, it has been a couple seconds. Here's the thing about about danger last being mm-hmm. being the thing because if in this scenario safety isn't first, it's just that danger's last. Yeah, danger ends it all. Yeah, danger ends the thing. So mm-hmm. that could be things of just get into a car. Then danger. <laughs> it's like if your list, if your if your list is just two things long, it's just I'm gonna get into a car, drive into oncoming traffic. There we go. It and the thing is, safety first. You know where you start. The end isn't determined. <laughs> Always knowing, like. People will there just, may not even be danger in that one. Yeah, it's and it's just like, oh hey, I have to go shopping. It's just mm-hmm. I need to get some carrots, some onions, another thing of carrots, one <laughs> copy of a DVD featuring Mark Wahlberg and starring Mark Wahlberg, and then danger. Then danger is the last thing on this list. <laughs> And so you go, you get your carrots, you get your carrots, you get your onions, you get your Wahlbergs. And then after that, you're just kind of standing in the store and you just like look for someone huge or you like push the buggy as fast as you can. (laughs) But danger last is just more often than not. No, I'm not going to say that like thrill seeking is bad. Yeah. But there's a difference between being a thrill seeker and outright danger because okay. when you go parachuting they give you a parachute and they give you all of the things first they give you they all, give the, all of the signature safety equipment beforehand it's not mm-hmm. oh let's jump out of a plane like the dangerous part is <laughs> null and void it's- pretty much unless one of the safety parts malfunctions in which, like, yeah. honestly, for thrill-seeking, the danger is practically non-existent for most of the things. It's like if you yeah. are a tightrope walker and you're going across a crevice, mm-hmm. but you have very good balance, if you don't fall, it really wasn't that dangerous. Not at all. It's just, hey, you oh, you walked across the string. You knew you could do that. That's fine. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's no issue. Like, man, that was spooky no for us. But you were probably just like, ah, good. I didn't mess up the thing that I already knew was good. Yeah, that I'm good at. If you just put danger last, you're just going to get fucked. It's, and that's like you you do the same thing. Like you, you tightrope walk across. Yeah, it's just without any of the training first. <laughs> so we're just not even... Or, it's not even like, like, that's your first step, then you get to the end of it, and then just there's a dude there with a gun, and he mugs you. And you're like, I don't even have any money. He's like, I'm not taking that answer, and now that's a weird situation. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I yeah, hate the idea just, just of a mugging where the person's uh, sole purpose was to take your things, but they let you know the whole time that that isn't why they're doing it. 
It's just the scariest thing. It's just like, give me all your money. And it's just like, please, you can, you can have all the money you want. Just, just don't hurt me. And they say, oh, I don't need this money. I didn't come here for this money. <laughs> this is and actually the And they're just yeah. telling you that this is not about money. <laughs> this is like either a hitman or somebody just really wants to ruin your life forever. It, it's it's just someone is really into the art of mugging. It's what their passion is, and they're like, you know what? You do what you love. You never work a day in your life. Yeah. Give me your wallet. I also don't care about your wallet. But either way, <laughs> 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 safety first is good because the thing about safety first is that the rest of the list is in because. Danger last makes the rest of your list inconsequential in the sense that, oh, you might die. Yeah, everything ends yeah, in Everything danger. ends in the fact that you might be dead. Safety first, it doesn't matter how any of it ends. It's just, oh, hey, I'm going out today and I have astigmatism. Let me put on my glasses so that I'm, <laughs> that I'm a little safe. Yeah. Then I'm going to go, I don't know, let's see a movie. Let's hang out with people. Yeah. And then I'll go to bed. <laughs> just like, there's the end you go to sleep yeah. you just go to bed you go to bed whereas Danger Land you're like, oh, I'm gonna, oh, go, I'm gonna go to bed and then you just I don't know you sleep in the back of your car while it is on in a garage and you leave the windows <laughs> down and you say maybe I'll make it or even worse <laughs> while it's on in the middle of the street while you're on your way home you just hop into the back of the car yep not good bad idea that one was hard for me <laughs> It really shouldn't have no, been. No, I know, I know, I know. Hey, you know what I actually really like about um, one of these questions is that technically both options are nice. Like both options are public safety. Oh yeah, and it's just which one. It's just which. Why is that one better than the other? Okay, yeah. Uh, this one is from uh, Linton Lee's, and the question okay. is why life jacket. Not lifeguards. All right. Um, I, I think uh, if you're going to be in the water, ideally you'd have both. Like you said, like these are both good things, both very safe. Uh, they both have helped a lot of people. Here's the thing, though. Um, lifeguards, you see them at, uh, at public pools. You see them at public beaches. Um, you know, they, they, they're, they're trying to oversee a lot of people. And, and a life jacket, you know, the personal, personal flotation device, is a way... That you can uh, make yourself uh, a little more buoyant, mm-hmm. um, so that so that you can't you know drown except for extraordinary circumstances. And so for the lifeguard on duty, uh, again, uh, it's uh, my first example. I'm going to say I'm going to assume you're not in a private pool. Um, <laughs> the lifeguard on duty it frees them up. They don't have to worry about you because one, it's bright and orange. They can see it. They can see it from a long distance. They can tell you've got it on. And they know that they can then focus their attention on other people who aren't as safe as you, which means that they can be better at their job and help more people. And so the life jacket, it's real simple. Put it on. You're going to be able to float and have a good, safe time. And the lifeguard is going to be able to attend to the other beachgoers at the same time because there's not enough money in, you know, in the beach <laughs> security budget I do know uh, that. to have a, to have know a lifeguard for every person. So there's only so many they can have, right? <laughs> and so it helps them uh, do more good and, you know, have more safety exist overall. And that, that's why. I mean, also, it, it doesn't even go into mention how, you know, life, lifeguards are known for being hot and sexy and, you know, having good toned bodies just due to kind of what their job is. A life jacket is going to be stylish. 
Uh, it's very form fitting, mm-hmm. and so it also lets you also be, you know, kind of good. Kind of good. <laughs> you're you're not like banging like most of these lifeguards, no. but you're kind of good. <laughs> no, no, you're kind. You're, you're kind of. I really good like that as an as a as a compliment for a physical appearance. Like it's you, good. you don't say that they look kind of good. You just say, oh, that's kind of good. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's kind of good. It's kind of good there. I, I, yeah. I can, I can see that. I can see that. I can mm-hmm. say yes. <laughs> I nice. can see that. I can say yes. That's kind of good. That's that look I like. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. Uh, uh, this one, um, I, uh, I look, I looked into right before we started recording. Uh, but this is one that I really like. Uh, this question, next one is from Paul Smith, mm. uh, and Paul. Said uh, Daniel, I, I think for uh, for this one, it's it's you're trying to build a public safety you know force. You got to staff it with human beings so that they can do all the all the need all the things that need to uh-huh. be done to keep the public at large safe. Um, and you also want to be inclusive. You want to be <laughs> inclusive to very diverse backgrounds. Uh, just because the world we live in, there's a lot of different points of view, a lot of different skills across a lot of different uh, nationalities and what have you. And so Daniel, with that in mind, with again trying to staff a uh, a a body. Of public safety for the betterment of people. Why an Italian BMT and not an Italian EMT? And then for clarification for the audience, because we had to look this up as well, uh, the Italian BMT is uh, the Italian Brooklyn Manhattan Transit, uh, now translated to bigger, meatier, tastier, which is a sandwich served at Subway restaurants. And an EMT is, I can't believe I have to also look this up. That makes me feel kind of stupid. Uh, Isn't it emergency it motor transit? An emergency medical technician. Emergency medical uh, technician. Which, hmm. Yeah, it's a person who uh, typically you know works in like first response and ambulance. Um, it is now the emergency meatier tastier, also served at Subway, but that's not the one we're talking about. <laughs> emergency uh, tastier. And so Daniel, and, then, and again, in that context, you're trying to staff a, uh, a public safety body to help people and with, with a mind towards uh, inclusion of different backgrounds, why the Italian BMT and not an Italian EMT? Well, going, going with the, 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 the train version of the, the, the Boston, oh shit, <laughs> Boston, Boston, Manhattan, Boston, Transit. Manhattan Transit. Um, yes. Going with that one. The reason why the Italian Boston Manhattan Transit, the BMT, the reason why that is better is because, one, and this is a big one. <laughs> this is a big one. This is a big one. Okay. Is, is that uh, an EMT, an emergency medical technician, um, usually, more often than not, unless it is a helicopter... They come in an ambulance. They arrive in an ambulance. Um, An ambulance, I don't know if you've ever been in one. I hope to God not. But (laughs) if if you ever have, they don't actually have that much room. An EMT has a driver, a passenger, and you can fit two, maybe three um, EMT emergency medical technicians in the back, as well as one uh, cot... One of those big wheelie cots that you put the sick boys on. Oh, the gurney? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you throw them on the, the gurneys, and then that's good, but you really only have room for three people to actively work on the person. 
You get the Boston okay. Manhattan Transit. That is a lot of boxcars, baby. That's a lot of help. You load that up <laughs> with with a whole bunch of with a whole bunch of medical professionals. You put them all on that thing. You got uh, how how about how long would you think to that is? How many cars is a train typically like twelve? Uh, probably at least. Yeah. yeah. And so you got let's see. Maybe like 32 seats per car. I don't know. I'm not going to look that one up. <laughs> Even then, no. you're immediately, immediately you got more room. And guess what? If you have a little extra space, you can just let the patients lay down on the benches. Like the chairs are laid out in such a way that you can yeah, just lay right down on there. They already have poles in the middle. You know what you can do? Hook up an IV. You just go ahead. You slap the IV right on them hanging poles. And, you, you, and there's compartments. At the time for all your yeah. medical equipment, you just pull down your your uh, your resuscitator and your and your uh, what do you call that one that you put around your your ears and not around your ears. Those are earmuffs or headphones. I'm talking about a stethoscope. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting there. there you can do the whole thing. Now I wouldn't suggest using one on a train on account of because the noise and vibrations would probably make make things seem a lot worse than they are. It's like, oh, this person's heart is constantly going way right too fast and way too loudly. But just about everything else you can do, you could have a fully staffed hospital exist on simply a, on a train. On a okay. And even then, here's another thing. Um, a trip in an ambulance, if you were getting picked up by the EMTs, the regular EMTs, a trip in an ambulance, mm -hmm. like when you get there and it's all said and done, I believe it can go, it could be about a thousand bucks for them to have to go out there and get you. And that's like, if you don't have any insurance to help, that's a huge thing. But the BMT mm -hmm. is like public transportation. It's like five bucks. It's like, they'll take you there. They'll get you all. You still have to pay for the medicine, but you're not paying for it. Anyways. It's like, oh, also like, you know, it's like $3,000 for this IV drip that you didn't need. And we also had to check your leg. Yeah. So that's another like, whatever, 6,000. <laughs> but the ride was $5 and you made it across town. Okay. Okay. So I, I think, I think, I think that's good. However, I feel like it is. It's it's important to also argue from this point of view. Um, the uh, Brooklyn Manhattan Transit. Uh, that is what it was called. So that I feel like that answer is solid. If we were talking about in the past, however, it's currently, the big meaty. The name of it. It is the bigger, meatier, tastier. So I do want to know uh, in in the modern context why is the Italian bigger, meatier, tastier better than an Italian? Uh, oh, EMT? also going back to um, um, the first answer. I wanted to mention, but yeah. I got caught up in a rant. I wanted to mention that also public transportation uh, offers mm -hmm. a lot more um, opportunities for lower income neighborhoods and, and different types of people who may not get the other benefits. So in and, addition to having okay. Italians guaranteed, you're also getting all sorts exactly. of walks of life because this is a public transportation in Manhattan. You're going to have a little bit of everything yeah. there. It's, it's, it's more a lot more inclusive. So anyway, back to the bigger, meatier, tastier. Um, yeah. So why is that also from a standpoint of trying to staff and have it be very inclusive to people of diverse well, backgrounds? Why is the Italian bigger, meatier taste? I don't know better? about you necessarily, but me as a human, or as at least the human I am, I'm a fairly paranoid uh -huh. person. I know that if I'm okay. getting very sick and I am like in the throes of, of a, a metro-grade fever, metro-grade fever, 
<laughs> and I'm and I'm in Manhattan. in Manhattan, which would be the worst place. New York is a fucking piece of shit. I hate that place. Be that as it may, I, I will say that if I was sick there and somebody said, oh, it's okay, we have an emergency medical technician coming, I'm going to go, emergency medical technician? Am I about to die? Why does it have to be so intense? But you know what I wouldn't <laughs> think that way about? If the people coming to get me were the bigger, meatier, tastier Italians. They said, oh, you don't feel good? We brought you the bigger, meatier, tastier Italians. And I'm like, you guys bought me like what I would assume is like gay strippers? That's really odd. <laughs> but sure, that sounds fun. Yeah, what do they got? And then they come in here, and they're still trying to help me out. And so they're just all sitting, and I'm laying my, my, my head down, my fevered head on their very thick, masculine thighs as they rub my shaved head. And they say, hey, it's going to be okay. <laughs> There's nothing to worry about. We're big, we're meaty, we're tasty. And I say, okay, bud. And the thing about it is, is like, and I, and even if they're not necessarily medically trained, like that's for the type of person I am, I would much rather have one of my friends just drive me to a hospital and then do it that way. I would hate for them to come here and be like, we need to get you hooked up immediately. And I'd go, nope. You let me die no. here. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> but you bring me just a big bunch of, of, of big, meaty, tasty Italian guys. Tasty Italian. And, and I'm, you know, I'm still sick, but I'm at least, I'm either thinking I'm having, having a, a fever dream or my life has become like worth living. That'll make me want to get better because I'll be like, I did not know that this was real. <laughs> oh, I will take this because yeah, it, it, it is actually a real thing in hospitals where uh, pe like a patient will like literally lose the will to live, and even if medically everything else was fine, they will start doing worse unless they actually like have the the want like the the psychological want to get better. That actually is a medical thing. That's as right, well. and the big the the bigger, meatier, tastier Italians. Would, would would help me out with their cute accents and their kind demeanor. <laughs> and also the big, thick, tasty Italian thighs. I bite into them and I break a tooth, but I still smile. And the thing is, like... Uh... Even if you if you're you know like you're like you're like malnourished or you have like some kind of like nutrition deficiency, the sandwich itself uh, is one. Going back to like the the original the the Brooklyn Manhattan Transit being five dollars for a ticket, um, the Italian BMT at Subway is also one of their five dollar footlongs. Uh, so that's a foot of food if you need to increase your nutrition and like your your caloric <laughs> intake so that your body has the strength to fight off stuff. Also doing good on that. Yes, <laughs> no, that is. I was getting there. <laughs> and my question for you, Drew, and there is a, a small amount of context. Um, it's just okay. you really need something that you think is going to protect you from harm. Okay. Ooh, and so okay. my question is why scorpion helmets not Cerberus Helmut. Okay. 
Okay, so I am, I am, I need to be protected. Mm -hmm. Like, you need and... something that's just gonna protect you. Just outright. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> the elements and, cannot and hurt you because you have this scorpion helmet scorpion. as opposed to Cerberus helmet. <laughs> helmet. I hear... Here is the problem. I think this goes back to classic. It's a it's a classic like Batman and Joker superhero logic here, right? Uh, in the context of the Batman universe, there is a strong argument for the fact that so many villains and so many dangerous individuals exist in the city of Gotham only because there is a force of significant good like Batman there. So having something that is that is that extreme about enforcing the law and fighting off evil, that in and of itself invites these things that are that much more evil and that much more depraved to counteract it, right? And so so think think of, I'm walking mm -hmm. down the street. I got my three-headed hell beast uh, guardian of the Greek underworld <laughs> with me, right? And, and so I'm thinking, hey, anything comes my way, any, any you know, any bank robber, uh, any, any telemarketer, any kind of harm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call things. into is <laughs> One... Yeah. I like that you're walking on the street and you're going to be approached in person by a telemarketer. I also, yeah. even more so, like the idea of you mm. as a singular person being approached by a bank robber. Well, and see, here's the thing. You would think, oh, well, that's, that's you know, that's unlikely for your day-to-day. -day. However, I have this Cerberus helmet. I have this very powerful thing that's just going to invite even more hardened criminals, <laughs> even more supernatural people to come and try to fuck with me just to prove that they can, right? Because like, oh, okay, you think you think a Cerberus helmet <laughs> is enough to save you from evil in the universe? I'll show you. And now I now I've instilled like a strength of will in this person. It's a bunch of stuff I don't want to deal with. However, a helmet is reasonably priced. You know, it has very oh, strong polymers in it. This is a scorpion helmet. It is a very specific brand. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Scorpion helmets, top of the line. I've got a pic. I've got a rows and rows of picture of them on Google, um, and and they're gonna protect my head. They got a visor, so it protects me from you know the wind whipping at my face, and also bugs wanting to try to get in there. You know how bugs do. Uh, and on top of all that, customizable. And so I can even I can even customize the the design of the helmet and have it just you know say anything like I'm safe or anything at all. You know, and that's going to protect me, and it's going to protect me without in, without inviting super villains to come and just fucking level a city block just to prove <laughs> a point to me that I can't get rid of evil. At most, I'm a, you know, I'm not going to say that the scorpion helmet isn't going to invite you know any uh, kind of super villain at all because it is an act of protection, <laughs> and so it the thing is it's going to be proportional. I may I may get you know cut off uh, while I'm driving around. Or I may have a guy not hold a door open for me, and that kind of stuff I can deal with. You know, I'm not inviting fucking uh, Satan <laughs> to come and level a city block to get his dog back or whatever. I can handle getting cut off and people being mean to me. That's that's completely fine. Very doable. <laughs> okay, well, and I guess my only follow up to that is why Scorpion okay. over other brands of helmets. Well, I mean, when you look at the when you look at the value and the customer service given to you by um, by Scorpion uh, and their subsidiaries, you really have a product and a certain a customer service that's second to none. And I would say that even if they weren't paying me, which they aren't, uh, 
it is just a it's a quality product that I while don't while I don't use it I do believe in it and would die for it if I had to and they have not even asked me to and that's so nice I'd really love that out of a helmet company <laughs> well thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that Anytime. is sufficient um, well, the XOAT 950 Battle Flage is pretty cool. It's Battle Flage, not Battle X- Flage. Fucking the idiot. I'm very sorry, Scorpion Helmets. <laughs> it's Battle Flage, and it looks dope. Yeah, yeah if you're listening, which I know you are. Um, okay. Uh, I was trying to see if they had any, like, Cerberus okay. helmets. Oh, helmets? That's what I was looking for as well on their, on their thing. Um... All right, Daniel. Uh, this question, uh, this question is from is from me. Uh, I wrote it, and I'm about to say it out loud. Um, and I, uh, I I don't want to give any context. I wanna I want to get just your raw, unfiltered interpretation of the sentence I'm about to say to you. Uh, with that in mind, me. Uh, the the question I have for you, Daniel, is why J.K. walking and not jaywalking. <laughs> Oh, this one's easy. This one's easy. Um, this is why okay. this is why J.K. Walking is better than than jaywalking. Um, okay, jaywalking is a problem. This actually ties into the first question of the importance mm-hmm. of crosswalks, because you yeah. know if you're jaywalking, Jesus walking, bearing the cross, that's where the name comes from. <laughs> <laughs> if you are if you're jaywalking, you are jeopardizing not only your life but also the life of any of yeah. the drivers. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. J.K. walking is just a funny joke to do without actually putting anybody in harm. Because all you do is you walk and just pretend like you're about to go off the sidewalk and go, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just like, you guys really thought I was going to walk across here. That's crazy. That it's just ridiculous. a fun joke you play with your friends. It's just like, oh, hey, we need to turn left to get to the restaurant. And you start trying to go that way. And they say, wait, no, the restaurant's straight ahead. And you go, ha, just kidding. <laughs> like, it's just a funny <laughs> little prank. And the thing is, since you don't actually go into the road, it, you're not actually making enough progress to make the driver think you're going to walk out into the road. It's just like, it's just you're, okay. you're sitting there doing it almost like, I'm not touching you with the road. Like, you're sticking your leg out to, like, get a cab, <laughs> except for you're not even touching the ground with your foot. <laughs> just, you're just mm-hmm. hovering over and say, oh, I'm about to actually do a walk. I'm about to perform a singular walk. No. No, I'm not. <laughs> you guys thought my shoes would go. And they don't. I'm standing. <laughs> you're just, you're just, you're just waiting. <laughs> you're just <laughs> <laughs> Stick your foot out? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Could you imagine though? Ooh, how reckless! Oh, I, I would never. I go. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm not a car. I don't move. <laughs> yeah, you see how there's not a walk for me to to go here. This is where cars are. Oh, I can't maybe. walk where no walk is. <laughs> Jk. <laughs> Man, I hate that. <laughs> but with that in mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh-huh. ask this next question. Um, it's okay. It's um I don't 
I don't necessarily think it is a great question. Um, but I will say that I do like having a variety of different viewers' questions answered. So this question is from Nick Dawson. Um, okay. This one... <laughs> uh, okay, so let me give you a little bit of, um, of some stipulations. You've just yeah, okay, gotten I'm in trouble with the law. <laughs> They're going to take right. you to court. You don't have the money <laughs> for, for the high-end lawyer. You can't really afford a yeah. lawyer. So in these trying times of you about to be taken yeah. into court by, the, by, your, <laughs> by your town or state, I whatever you did, um, my question to you is... Why a used underwear dispenser, not a public <laughs> defender? And I do want to make sure I specify that yeah. this is a used underwear dispenser in the Japanese style of it is a dispensing machine that specifically doles out <laughs> used underwear. This is not just a used machine that dispenses out <laughs> regular <laughs> underwear. This is a used <laughs> underwear dispenser, not a public <laughs> defender. And the and the context the, the is, context is that you need a lawyer, <laughs> <laughs> they, and you can't afford one. So why a used underwear dispenser? Not a it's, it's so like the, the context is like my, my family has come to yeah, see me. They, they like are the all, they're all going to, go to the court. court. They're all in the stands. And they're they're like, crying. They just want to make sure that <laughs> you that their baby boy doesn't have to go to prison for 50 it, years. It, That's also there. <laughs> this is a, this is practically a life sentence. Why not? And I will, I will say, uh, normally, normally we don't do it quite as just outright as this, but, it, okay. but I am tired, so. <laughs> All right, and so, like, they, they're like, well, son, son, aren't you worried? And I say, like, no, well, and Mom, Here's Dad, another thing. Don't worry. Your parents, your family, okay. the main reason they're supporting you is because they think you're just such a wonderful boy that you'd never do anything <laughs> to disappoint them. <laughs> that, that you're just a nice, well-behaved kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking to I'm talking to him through the glass with like the phone, and I said, "Don't worry, I got the best thing I could." And, and you just slam up against the glass shoulders. like some and gross they turn over pee pee stained panties from some Japanese girl, which I have to assume you had imported. <laughs> so you've spent extra on shipping, which you actively decided to not use on a lawyer. <laughs> so why <Okay>. that? <laughs> All right. And not, and not a free. Like, I guess the way that I'm really presenting this question free. is: this is your, this is like your family genuinely asking you, why you used underwear dispenser, not a public defender. All right. Here, here's the thing. Um, uh, I just come right out and say this is just some facts about public defenders that I think are important to know for mm -hmm. this conversation. Uh, 
or any conversation about public defenders. Public defenders are just across the board overworked. Part of that has to do with uh, our prison system being overcrowded, people being disproportionately uh, tried for crimes that are ultimately either victimless, harmless, whatever. And so a public defender, um, the uh, it, it's it's they are overworked. They do hundreds of cases a year, and so they're having to kind of blow through these. They're not a, they're not able uh, to give. Uh, attention and care to each case. They typically encourage things that are expedient. Uh, they'll encourage things um, such as, you know, like plea deals and things of that nature. And that, that's not to, you know, you know, disparage the work they do because the work they do is important. But ultimately, they are, uh, they kind of just have to um, uh, look for more expedient solutions uh, to these cases and not uh, what may be the best in my specific instance. Uh by comparison, um, used underwear. Uh, uh, here's the here's the main thing. A public defender is going to give no matter what the case is, no matter what the person is, they're going to give you kind of one generic uh, program, one generic thing that they're going to recommend to you. Um, and so it's going to be kind of it's going to be designed to work across you know like hundreds of thousands of people that they're going to see over their career. There is a very specific. The type of person that used underwear uh -huh. deals with, and so their their experience is tailored to that. Uh, their expertise uh -huh. is in that field. And here's the thing: it's whenever you go to whenever you have like a personal injury case, or you've been like hit by a bus, you get a lawyer that specializes in personal injury. Whenever you are trying to sue over a copyright, you get a lawyer that specifies in copyright. Um, in Japan, buying used underwear is not illegal, so I'm not exactly sure <laughs> what I did uh, to have one of those defend me. Um, uh, <laughs> but I can guarantee, in that case, it is going to be uh, trained <laughs> in the expertise in the field that I need it to be trained in. Uh, and it's going to give <laughs> a very specific point of view that I need to be expressed in that situation. Nice, nice. I disagree. No, that's good. Uh, and and here I will, I will also make make a point. Never, uh, actually, never mind. Hold on. Yeah. No. Uh, and here's the thing. <laughs> I, having attended zero law school and watched minimal minimal crime dramas on television, am aware of the process of a plea bargain. Mm -hmm. in crimes and and so it's what I've said again it's you know with public defenders and with people being charged and stuff like that for crimes that are either victimless or don't matter uh, I <laughs> think one if I'm gonna just if I'm gonna reach a plea bargain just so that the court can get through the case which is what they want to do uh, I, I, I already know that option's available to me and I can work out the details of that on my own. I don't need to, one, take up a public defender's time, which is very taxed as it is, as well mm -hmm. as being very valuable. I don't need to take up their time with that because I already know how to do it. And two, it is it is a chance for me to make a, a very clear statement against mm -hmm. the system uh, that I am being forced through by saying, uh, they say uh, the plaintiff is, uh, the plaintiff is like, you know, like the state of Georgia, they are being represented by the honorable lawyer mm -hmm. this name and whatever, and they say, uh, Mr. Turner, who is your defense? And I stand up and reach into my pocket, and I just slam, 
some used underwear on the table in front of me, and I go, this is my lawyer. I would like a plea bargain, please. And I look at him right in the face, and they're like, damn. I'm really having to second guess the morals and ethics of our legal system right now. Did he just put used underwear on a table? Is that his lawyer? That's what he said. That's and what then, he said was his And then his all lawyer. the people What's in the crowd the start whispering, and then he's banging the gavel and says, Order! 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 In the and then out of nowhere, he just hears, Objection! And then he looks, and then I'm looking at my used underwear. I didn't expect it to talk. It's just doing that on its own. And it turns out this used underwear, you know, during the time it was in use, got a law degree. This is a brand new, fresh out the package underwear with no knowledge of well the world. This is well traveled. <laughs> The piece of clothing, it knows what the fuck it's doing. You hear people say, oh, hey, I got my lawyer pants on. Lawyer pants, get out of my face. Talking lawyer underpants, really doing some work in the justice system. <laughs> and then and then it wins over it wins over yeah. like the the jury by saying, Look, if there's anybody who can get to the bottom of this, I'm pretty sure it'd be the underwear. And then they'd say, oh, and they, and they do like the little laugh because underwear goes over the bottom. And they'd say, they'd say, oh, we like this one. And the judge is even smiling. He's and like, the prosecutor's like, you're right. And then he's just like, and he's just like, sustained, sustained, carry on, used Japanese lawyer underpants. <laughs> and that is why used underwear dispenser. Say, and not Look, I don't know who's right and I don't know who's thong. But I do know one thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I'm just a simple pair of lacy undergarments from the nation of Japan. But the evidence is clear as day. I can see that evil looms over this city like fruit. <laughs> Everybody's greedy trying to get their hands in the pockets. <laughs> no, that don't sound no, right to me. It no, does it. Just, no, it does do it. not. <laughs> if I know anything about <laughs> the judicial system, I know that I have seen poor unfortunate men bounce back like elastic. <laughs> <laughs> And he, keep, and he keeps doing this. He keeps doing this for time and time. And, and he, uh, and, then, and he starts going on about his life. He's like, you know, no, I wasn't always. I was not always a simple pair of undergarment uh, lawyers. Now that was not always my life. Before this, I was a boxer. And then the prosecutor goes, "Excuse me, excuse me, relevance." And then he turns back and goes, "Oh, I'll be brief." And then the crowd erupts. They lose their mind. The judge immediately is like, "Innocent, innocent, innocent." He's crying, crying tears because he's seen a beautiful just justice served for the first time in his long life. And then I cry and I hug the underwear and then I stop hugging it and I kind of clean myself off. Oh man. Oh god damn it. God bam. <laughs> I'm so unhappy. Uh, it is important in the uh, in the made for TV movie that we're going to write about this uh, about this joke from why that's not that uh, the underpants are Oh god, of course they are. Um yeah, and he does and he does do full motion capture uh for his for his role. <laughs> I just I just really like you took the briefs joke, but the brief joke that I had in in my hand uh -huh. was just that he makes one of his jokes and then everyone says, Alright, this is pretty cut and dry. Seems like that was a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> the 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 prosecutor the prosecutor is this this guy's just pulling he's just pulling just anecdotes out of nowhere and then he turns he goes oh mr prosecutor i'm sure you've got some 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 compelling evidence underneath that table and then he looks at the table and he goes what i don't see it and he goes it's just under the table and he goes underwear and he's like, exactly <laughs> and then they explode again <laughs> <laughs> oh damn this oh this sucks this sucks this sucks there were there were a lot more there were a lot there was a lot more legs to the uh, to the underwear one that I that's really good. thought they were uh, so it makes the joke fit <laughs> oh boy oh god I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like we have time for more, but do we really want to do any? Like, yeah. Uh, so for the format to work, if we at least need to do two more, because I need to do one more, and then you'll have okay, the, the lead okay. Well, for give the next me, episode. give me something. So, give me something, and I'll, I'll do it. All right. Um. Okay. What do I want to? God, man. Uh, the the this top one right here is is ridiculous and I don't know what it means so I don't even think I'm gonna ask it in this one it's just real real uh, wonky. Um, okay, all right, Daniel. All right, this one. Uh, the only context that I'm gonna say is you're trying to mm-hmm. pace yourself. Um, and so it's obviously the two different things may may correspond to the same event or different things, but you're trying to pace yourself so as not to get burnt out and not to be you know too much of a rush, too frazzled. Uh, this question is from uh, Linton Lees, and Lenny asks, Daniel, why 25 miles per hour and not 25 minutes per hour? <laughs> what? <laughs> and so, obviously, yeah, so the context is why, you know, why travel at 25 miles per hour and not do some action for 25 minutes per every hour? Okay. Um... <laughs> oh, man, I really wish... <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, okay, well, here's here's why 25 miles per hour, first and foremost. Um, yeah. You know, it's a school zone, man. There's kids out there. They, they walk around. Kids have a lot uh-huh. of energy. And you know that kids are rebellious. They're just going to run out near the street. You don't want to, like, hit a kid. Like, but you still need to get past the school. So if you're taking... yeah. 25 minutes to go past the school. You are, you are probably not putting kids in danger, but I guarantee you that you're going to get some strange looks. You're going to get some odd, odd, odd yeah. glances from some people um, to just... Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes doing things for 25 minutes per hour is good, like relaxing. <laughs> sometimes that's... Watching, watching, watching like yeah, yeah. a commercial-free, uh, thirty-minute-long mm-hmm. regular thing. Yeah, like and you just fast-forward. Yeah. That's there you go. That's twenty-five minutes of an hour that you've used to watch TV. But 
the thing mm-hmm. about it is, is that most vehicles now, you can put a TV in. You can just watch on the go. <laughs> but you want to make sure you're not endangering anybody as you're watching your TV in your car. So you need to make sure you're going 25 yeah. miles per hour. Another thing about 25 miles per hour is that if you are on the interstate, yeah, I know you, you might be thinking, oh, 25 miles per hour is, is really awful. Too slow. Interstate, you can go about yes. 70. Oh, but until there's an accident, mm-hmm. once there's an accident, you are now parked. You are parked and you have to wait for maybe hours. Yeah. But if everyone on the interstate is driving 25 miles per hour, no one is going to have an accident. And they will probably get to work at about the same time that they would going 70 and one accident happening. Living near Hmm. Atlanta, a lot of the people, I hear the stories of people who get to work an hour late because of one accident or it rains a little too hard or or just like, Mm -hmm. you know, a cop pulls someone over, but the cop pulled them over when they were in the far left lane. And so they had to scoot all the way to the right to get onto the side of the road. And that shit also takes just, if you're driving 25 miles per hour in the interstate, none of that happens. It is slow. Do not get me wrong, but no one's going to have an accident going 25 miles per hour, especially if you're all watching the same show. (laughs) Because all the pauses are synced up. That's right. And say that you are like an hour late to work and you're driving, but it takes an hour to get there, but you only drive for 25 minutes. (laughs) You're going to be, (laughs) you're going to be, let's see. Fired. Yeah. You're going to be fired most certainly, but you're also going to be what, uh, for 35, 70, maybe 70 minutes late. Yeah, or about over eighty. An hour. Yeah, because you drive twenty five, you're and then you're and you stop. Then you stop for thirty five minutes. Drive another twenty five, then stop for another thirty five minutes. Then <laughs> <laughs> so now your one hour drive, you are. It's already taken. One, it wastes. It wastes more of your time and uh, your business's time, and you don't even get a good excuse of oh there was an accident. Or, oh, everyone was driving 25 miles per hour. It was, oh, no, I drove 25 minutes, parked for 35. I did that two and a half times. Times on the way here. You know how it goes. And they're like, no, we don't. Leave. (laughs) Get out of here. Even when you're here, you you work less than half the time. That's right. (laughs) And also, also, like, if you're you're in a race. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like a, a big race, like a big, big old, like triathlon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It is better to go 25 miles per hour consistently than to just run for 25 minutes. Even if it is faster than 25, which it probably won't be unless you're like that one guy. <laughs> I think even if you are. I think, yeah, even if you are as fast as that one guy, you know the one. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what's up. <laughs> Chances are you're still going to lose 25 miles per hour consistently. You don't even stop. You don't drink water. You don't even stop to drink water. You just go 25 miles per hour the whole time. You get to work. You watch your movie. You have a good time. This answer wasn't as good as Drew's was for his last one. Uh, (laughs) But but there we go. 
But, but factually speaking, uh, Usain Bolt, uh, his uh, his his top speed is 28 miles per hour and only a 100 meter sprint. And he so he didn't even get one mile uh, at that speed, just 100 meters. And so yeah, if you're doing 25 miles per hour consistently, way better. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and with that being the case, I will now introduce the question for next week, which will be que- uh, episode nine. Um, yeah. And my question for you, Drew, mm-hmm. is why don't wake daddy, not can't wake daddy? Oh. And <laughs> the next oh episode... <laughs> Is going to, of course, be children's board games or board games in general. But <laughs> so why why don't wake daddy? Not not can't wait. <laughs> so oh. with that being the case, uh, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed. As always, thank you guys for posting your your um, questions, suggestions, and the questions, suggestions and the questions. And it's always wonderful, and we appreciate it. And we think that you're kind of cute. <laughs> and I think with that in mind, I'm going to start the intro in three. Or do you have it up? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, give me one second. I have it up. Right. I have it up. Give me one second. Um, uh, okay. Um, yep, 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 yep. Okay. And then on the count of three, three, three two, two, one. one. Okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, this is the outro to the... Jesus. What? <laughs> Well, uh, we, we, I don't know about you, I didn't get a lot uh, of sleep because I had to take care of this stupid dog, and then we recorded uh, another podcast early, early today, today with Broken Table Commentary. Yeah, girl, I guess I'm there. Is- and so, you know, if this ends up being the worst one in a while... <laughs> It's just, it's how, it how, you know, we gotta do the worst one eventually. It, like, one episode has to be the worst one. It's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no way to avoid that. One episode of the show has to be the worst episode. I'm excited. I'm excited for which one I think that's gonna be. I think it's gonna be, it's either gonna be episode 13, which is time, or it's going to be whenever we have to do one specifically about religion. Yeah. Yeah. Or if we have uh, a uh, history for, focused episode, I'm going to be trash. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the for the uh, listeners uh, listening to this, put what episode you think was the worst in these <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> tell us uh, tell us which which episode you just hated and thought was fucking garbage like the whole time. It's just going to um, be people I, saying all, and then we're just going to feel really sad. Yeah. All episode uh, was the worst. Uh, also, also leave in the comments which episode you liked at first, but then over time you grew to hate like a lot. Like yeah, it's just, just like really the start was now. good, but then like 30 minutes into it, you just went, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> not, not even that. Which one like did you listen to the whole thing? Like, that was really good. And then like five seconds later, like, hold on, that fucking sucked. <laughs> I, mean, I hated that. I hated that episode. 
put it in the trash. Like, which one? Uh, just leave that in the comments. Also, um, <laughs> uh, list all the list all the ways that we're garbage and that we suck at this. Uh, put that in the comments. Oh, we should make a a, a Sharara or for oh, oh, the for that specific. Yeah, just uh, just uh, we'll we'll probably have that up by the time this goes, and you just just send questions that you don't want attributed to you there, or just send anonymous hate. Um, any constructive criticism put in there will be ignored and deleted. Or uh, ask so just send- not why this, not that questions, and we'll give you just yeah. advice so long as you're not asking in the form of why this, not that. Yeah, as long as it's not yeah, in the form. We have a podcast as as for that. Not Nobody would yeah, ever yeah. have a podcast for other questions. For regular questions. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just remember, just uh, in, the, in the comments for this one, just list uh, questions you have uh, for board game, for children's board games and general board games, and also just uh, which episode you hated the most, and uh, just general non yeah, just just general non constructive uh, criticism of the show. So just <laughs> any garbage insults, put them all in there. And and of course uh, we would like to say thank you to Scorpion XO yeah uh, for not sponsoring this episode um, and protecting my head. Um, We're really dragging this shit out two minutes after the fucking outro. <laughs> it was God. Great. Uh, with with that said, uh, as we always say, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 bye. <laughs> uh.